Life is difficult for many of us, and that's including every single one of your customers. And until you appreciate where they're coming from and their perspective, again, when I said at the beginning, it's not about them being right. In fact, they're quite possibly wrong. That's irrelevant. It's empathising with them and understanding their perspective, seeing it from their eyes. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Judy Selmans of Thrivable Biz. Judy, super excited to have you on the show. Oh, Gresham, so am I. Actually, I don't even mind getting up early for you. Yes, I always appreciate you getting up early. That that always makes me feel very, very special. And I love and appreciate even more all the awesome things that you're doing. So let me read a little bit more about Judy so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Judy has built and operated a wide variety of innovative businesses, including retail, service, event management, and market research. Currently, she runs Thrivable Biz, helping small businesses break through the clutter with customer-centered marketing, and headlined by her new book, Marketing Equals Customers Plus Heart, How to Build Your Small Business Growth Strategy. Judy, appreciate you so much for being on the show and waking up early. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. Let's rock this. <laughs> Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Oh my goodness. It's it's um it actually starts quite early for me. I think I've always been passionate about how things work, but not in a mechanical sense, right? So if I took something apart, God help us, we would never get it back together. So <laughs> um, but I like to I like to analyze how things work and why does that not happen? And so I'm quite into people and understanding how the human mind works. So that really led me down a path of, uh, you know, life takes you on lots of journeys, right? So I managed to get into media and and then I actually met my wonderful partner and he is a market researcher and was also, so we would have these ridiculous, this sounds a bit pathetic really for a personal relationship, but we would have these long conversations over bottles of red about the way people's brains work and and why would we buy something like that? How would that how would you motivate that person to do that? And you're going, when I think back, I think we really did have a sad life. But um it <laughs> it it really did stem everything that we've done together. So we continually to work together. We still do after 30 odd, 30 more plus years now, uh, and and share the same sorts of uh enthusiasm for for one, helping people, but two, helping people actually understand other people. Because if you don't understand other people, you can't market to them and you can't run a business. And the other thing that I found, yeah, so it really did that. I guess I could ramble on forever, Gresham, because I'm I'm a bit passionate about where I now see, I work with hundreds of small businesses and startups in particular. And without fail, we all cock it up at the beginning. So I'm a bit determined that we we shift that focus because I believe that so much of the stress that's caused later in their business journey 
It's because they didn't get the foundation solid. You can't build anything on shaky ground. It doesn't work. So, um, so yeah, I started um, my first most successful business was a pet shop um, many, many decades ago. And I was in Sydney, Australia, became in 12 months Sydney's busiest pet shop, sold more animals and more pet food, I was told, than anyone else. And and it was, but it was the branding that was to me the critical element and what changed it. So you know, I mean, a little bit of background on my story. Yeah, I absolutely love that, and you're definitely in the right place to talk about all the aspects of your story. And all we need is the the bottle of red too, because I I geek out on all those things as well too. And I think that that's phenomenal just to kind of hear. And I I love how you talked about that foundation piece because I think that um you know a lot of times you hear like the the numbers of uh, businesses that fail and why they fail and all of those things. I think so many times it's because people just don't, it's like a different language. If you don't go, you go to a different country, you don't know the language, then of course you're going to struggle in doing it. But if you start to be able to kind of understand that language, understand to do these things and that things, not only does it help you to get started, but I think it helps you to run that marathon, which business a lot of times. Ends up being. Uh, Gresham, one, 100%. And and so the other challenging place I find is that sometimes you have a really good idea as a startup and you, you open your doors and, you know, a few people come in. And so you think, oh, you got this. Like, I don't need any of that bullshit background. What, what is all that crap? I don't need all that, right? So I'm doing okay. My family's being fed. I've just bought a new car. You know, all those sorts of things are going in life. And then all of a sudden, something happens, maybe a pandemic, maybe something else is going to happen in our life and you don't know how to bring it back. So that's the point that I see so many people fall over is that they don't understand what got them there in the first place. They don't understand that they probably instinctually understood their customer but but it's got lost in the translation or the customer has changed and that is critically important. And that's where I, you know, the whole book is about, is about helping you understand your customer and, and really connect with them. And it's not about saying, you know, the customer's always right, just do as you're told. You know, it's got nothing to do with that at all. Yeah, which is why I appreciate the work that you, you know, you do and the book that you wrote. So are those some of the things that you, you know, you cover in your book and the ways that you help serve clients is just helping them to really, um, I, I want to say, understand and look at things differently, but also to, to be able to execute that? Yeah, Gresham, thanks for the question. It's it's what we did in the book was it was a, an interesting exercise, actually. We thought so many times people have said to us, how how do you do what you do? Like, you know, because we, we we create, we're constantly innovating and creating new ideas that we know customers will want. So how do we do that? And actually, to be honest, I couldn't answer it at first because I thought, oh, it's just natural, just comes instinctively. So we decided to map it out and go, what are all the elements into the whole process? And what we came up with were seven steps to a, you know, to a thrivable biz, basically. And we run around the heart, obviously, from obvious reasons, given that we've called it marketing equals customers plus heart. But it literally is a process. And we start with mindfulness, ironically, because I first realized that I'd had two businesses, one a great success that I loved and another one that was a complete dismal flop. And and so firstly, I wanted to understand that. So as I said earlier, I like to question why did that happen? 
And I could clearly take it back to the stress I was under at the time. Whereas in the business that I was successful in, I started it actually with a smile and, and really enjoyed my day. So I've decided I'm going back to the smiley part. I much prefer that as a life. So that's <laughs> yeah. the first tip. And then it really is, it's, it's, we go through all the different processes of how to question, how to ask questions, because so many times we actually don't know how to ask questions. We've forgotten to question. It's actually trained out of us almost in the school systems to question. So how do you question? How do you question a customer? How do you question a teammate? How do you get the answers and actually have an ear to listen and hear the answers? Because we often block where you don't want to know because it might be not what we want to hear. If you do not understand that marketing is everything in your business, every single aspect of your business has a marketing influence. So when my, you know, my years ago in my pet shop, everything to the colour I painted the walls, every single, how the staff responded, how everything was designed for the customer. And if the, and if think about it this way, the role of, my, of, of a business is to have customers. Clearly we don't have a business if we don't have any customers. And the role of marketing is to get customers. So it's starting to, if you, if you think about it, and then all the elements, I will even argue that your financial planning is a marketing function. If you don't know where your customers are coming from, how can you budget where your future is going? That makes so much sense. And, and I appreciate you sharing that so much. And, and I almost wonder if that's part of like, I was going to ask you for your secret sauce, could be for yourself or the business, but it's the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. Yeah, I, I, Gresham, I do. I think it's our ability to, um, I also think it's our ability to see opportunity. So I can be sitting there watching a news story and I can go, my brain starts working on, how to solve that problem. It's also our, our ability to empathise with people. But the most important thing I learned was to put myself into somebody else's shoes. And I do that now with everything I do. And, you know, life is difficult for many of us, and that's including every single one of your customers. And until you appreciate where they're coming from and their perspective, again, when I said at the beginning, it's not about them being right. In fact, they're quite possibly wrong. That's irrelevant. It's empathising with them and understanding their perspective, seeing it from their eyes, and you have a different view on your product and what you can bring to the table. You know, it's it just opens up all, and then you can sit there and go, Okay, well, if the majority of my customers have this problem, how can I fix it? That's what leads to opportunities. That's what leads to business growth. That's what leads to being in business for beyond the five-year threshold where so many don't go past. You know, it's just connecting with people and treating them. Truly appreciate that. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an app, a book, or a habit that you have or something from your book. But what's something that you feel like makes you more effective and efficient? It's simple. Getting out of bed with a smile on my face. I journal every night now. It's getting out of bed with a smile. And even if I go, 
oh, I've got that on today, bugger, or whatever, I'll go, nah, not now, just smile at life. And and quite honestly, it, it really, it's it's quite a miracle. It's it's quite significant, the change in everything that happens when you just smile at stuff. Yeah, and I think that speaks so much to, you know, controlling what you can control. And so what would you consider to be what I call a CEO nugget? You might have already touched on this, but it could be like an, uh, a thing that you might tell your favorite client, or if you happen to do a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I, I think it comes down to just hang in there. It's all going to be fine. And and I really do believe that if you treat, you know, my mother used to say to me, treat people as you want to be treated yourself. It's, you know, I, I think there's some real basics out here, you know. Um, I'm, I think, unfortunately, and I look, I'm going to sound like I'm a really old woman here, but social media has made it too easy for us to comment abruptly and not treat people with the respect that we would want to be treated with. I think it's to be just careful with what you're communicating out there. Just be mindful of that. That would be my my whole thing is if you remain customer focused, if you remain considering their emotions and their needs, you can't lose. Absolutely appreciate it. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Judy, what does being a CEO mean to you? I don't actually ever look at it as being a CEO. I don't ever visualize myself as being a boss over people. I, I've always been, it's a collaborative approach to me so it is very much about being a team thing and that we're all growing together that that really so what's it like for me to be a CEO yeah it's it doesn't mean anything really to me personally it's about what I want to give and help others and so the joy for me is when I communicate with my clients and my team and they get it and they're on board and we're all doing the same thing, going in the same direction. Nice. I I love that. I love that you use that word collaborative approach. Yeah, exactly. Gresham. And, you know, again, I keep saying this is not hard. Look, there are times you've got to be the boss. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Um, But but it's not about having that big head thing. (laughs) Anyway, that's just my humble opinion, and it's reasonably kept me in reasonable stead, so I'm I'm somewhat going to stick to it until I prove otherwise. There you go. There you go. I absolutely love that. Well, Judy, truly appreciate that definition and that perspective. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get hold of you and your team, get a copy of your book, find about all the awesome things that you all are working on. Okay. So, um, well, marketing equals customers plus heart. To be Honest, it's it's it doesn't matter what level of stage you're at business, you can benefit from it. Look, I, I have lots of loads of free stuff on my on my YouTube channel and, and also on um, on my website. I give it all away for free. I don't even take your email. I just want to help people. In the end, to me, this is about giving everyone the the start that they all deserve. And putting this down, you know, it's really been a labor of love where uh, I don't make anything out of the book because 100% of the profit also goes to Ukraine. So I'm, I've just, it's about helping people. It always has been for me. Um, 
possibly to my own detriment at times. But it's uh, yeah, that that's really all it all it is. So yeah, connect with the website, get yourself a copy of the book. Not only will you help yourself, but you'll help a family in the Ukraine. So, but that's it. There you go. You're out. Well, before you get before you leave, I just want to make sure everybody gets the links and information that's going to be in the show notes to make sure you get a copy of the book, YouTube, all the awesome things that you're working on. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yeah, Gresham, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's a real pleasure. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.